Welcome back to NapaBroadcasting.com and Napa Valley College Now. Several weeks ago, we talked to you about a photo eye program that's happening here at the college. The first one happened back in September. The second event is coming up this Thursday, November 20th. And joining us once again in studio, I'm joined by John Dota. John, thanks so much for coming in. Well, thanks. Thanks it's for having me. It's great to have you back here. Uh, repeat performance. Yes. Yeah. For those that may have missed it the first time around, tell our listeners a little bit about what this photo eye program is. Well, it's a, um, a program that we put together uh, with an um, endowment grant, which is really nice. So we were looking to find photographers and filmmakers and, and video artists to present their work to uh, not only the students here at MVC, but also the general public. You know, this is open to the public. So we want to uh, have uh, this project to be uh, kind of a, a, a way of looking and see what visual artists do. Mm-hmm. How they do things, and Robert Dawson was the first uh, first artist to come in. Correct, and Brian Taylor, who's coming this Thursday, tell us about him. Tell us about him and about what's different in what he does versus what Robert Dawson okay. does. Well, um, Robert Dawson was a uh, uh, not not really a documentarian, but he, he kind of documents things, but he's, mm. he's very more, much more of a, a realist right. kind of things. Where Brian Taylor is uh, really looking at more abstract kind of imagery. Um, he do also uses alternative processes, which um, is is a little bit like what silver, like Bob Dawson's working in black and white, a basic uh-huh. silver process. Probably in a number of years in the future, that's going to be relegated to an alternative process too, just like Brian's work now using old turn of the century, that's 19th century, um, processes like gum bichromate and... Um, cyanotype prints, mm-hmm. all those those older processes have kind of fallen out of favor. I'm kind of seeing that happen with silver a little bit, so it might be that same way with it. But right now, it's you You and I were talking uh, before we did the program about some of those alternative processes and just not only how they've gone out of favor and gone out of style, that, that young people today aren't even all that curious about all those interesting processes that were the norm at one point in dark rooms and all the cool stuff that, that yeah. we grew up yeah. with. Yeah, absolutely. Um, the, uh, the, the, probably because it's just not on the radar, just like right. um, uh, alternative processes is, is a pretty small niche today. I mean, there's, there's a, a number of people doing it, but it's you know obviously not like silver. So there are some people that know those processes, but everybody kind of gravitates towards silver. And students that I have today, um, a lot of them haven't even used a film camera. Right. So they don't even realize that these kinds of processes are out there. So. Is it important, do you think, as somebody that, that teaches this, is it important for them to understand the history and at, at least understand you know, the, the processes that went on with film cameras, even if they don't actually go into the darkroom and, uh, and do it themselves? Yeah, I, I kind of uh, go back and forth on that uh, topic because uh, in one way, I absolutely agree with you that I think it's great to have that background to be able to know where you how, where those processes came from and how they evolved mm-hmm. and how they led to, to what, what's happening today. Um, on the other hand, I also play around the idea that, again, these are just tools to use right. for whatever you, you, vision you have. So right now we have a whole new set of tools that we're using that was very different than in the past. It doesn't mean you kind of have to know the past. Uh, right. Again, the idea, um, when I first started in film, um, I didn't go back and learn how to do, say, what, what Brian Taylor's doing is gum right. by which is a really intricate, very complex process 
that creates beautiful prints and also platinum palladium um, prints. But the idea is that um, it, knowing that history, I think, makes it a much richer experience mm-hmm. to do that. But, um, you know, I kind of go, again, I vacillate back and forth. Right. I mean, <laughs> the, the interesting thing is, and, and obviously none of us know the answer to this, but the people that are developing the software today and yeah. all these programs, that, you know, whether it's Photoshop or all the zillions of other more modern programs to work with, with photos today, the degree to which they understand and they relate to other ways that it used to be done yeah. and how the digital methods are in some ways mirroring what used to happen with these different processes. Oh, yeah. Um, the uh, Probably the, the, the best example is the Photoshop uh, tool, which um, I don't recommend using because there's a lot better ways to do this in Photoshop, right. but you have the dodge and burn tool. And when you look at the icon, it's literally just like what you would go if you were in a dark room. You'd have a, a, a thin little wire with a round circle cardboard that right. you used to dodge with, and then you'd have a... a a board with a hole in it that you used to burn with, and those are the exact same icons that Photoshop uses to demonstrate what dodging and burning is. So. Right, so that your <laughs> photos could look like they were in a Ken Burns documentary yeah, or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, it's, so. Uh, it's so interesting with all of this stuff. Yeah, and, t- and also the way Photoshop is also, you talked about filters and all those things they use. I mean, now... Um, <laughs> There, there, there are plugins, and there's all sorts of things for Photoshop that want to emulate that film look. So here you are, a digital process, but you're going back and trying to make it look like it was photographed with a film camera and printed in a film, you know, with with right. silver or you know dyes that you use in, in color prints. So it's, it's you know, right. It's I mean, I made the analogy again. We were talking a little bit earlier about music and sound. I mean, so much of what you can do digitally today, there are programs that will sort of reenact old studio sounds from, you know, the 70s and 80s. Oh, we're going to get that, but doing it digitally. There's something really weird about that. Yeah, yes, I I agree. (laughs) (laughs) But it's it's kind of, again, kind of showing that, you know, um, those processes are still part of that creative. Right. You mentioned that uh, Brian Taylor was a professor of yours. Yeah, I got my MFA degree from um, San Jose State, and um, Brian was one of the faculty people there, and that's how I met him and and, uh, had a great experience at San Jose. So... Given the processes that he does, how does he feel about all the more modern approaches to all of this? Well, um, I'm sure that if you asked him if he's here right now, he'd probably be very open to all the the new processes. But mm-hmm. he really likes the 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 alternative process method because it's um, he really wants that tactile sensibility right. into his photographs. He he makes those handmade photographs, also handmade books. So again, it's it's where the artist is really integrated with that whole process that I think his he's really coming from. Talk a little bit about the books that you've seen that he's done. Well, he has um he's he's just you know there there are pages that are are they're, they're diptychs type where you know one side you have one type part of mm-hmm. the image and the other side the other part of the image. They're kind of uh torn, you know, and just beautifully handcrafted. They're just really gorgeous books. Great. And while I've got you here, talk mm-hmm. a little bit about the other two uh, events that are upcoming in the Photo Wash series. Nancy Cates coming on the 29th of January 
and Jennifer Taylor on the 23rd of April. Yeah, Talk the, just a little bit about who they are. Yeah, we're kind of uh, shifting gears a little bit. In the spring semester, we're going to look at filmmakers and video and the moving image, the mm-hmm. you know, still image. And so um, these two filmmakers are, are local. One um, has a PBS documentary called On Susan Sontag, which uh-huh, I, I believe right. is going to air, I think, in December. Right. I think it's coming up. And it's gotten the, a lot of press, yeah, actually. Yeah. yeah. And the other filmmaker has made a documentary called um, Muslim Sheik. So mm-hmm. she, we're going to look at how they approach, you know, using this this medium to tell stories just like the still imagery you well, know, great. storytelling. Yeah. Very cool. So Brian Taylor coming up mm-hmm. this Thursday, and we should mention that the event is taking place in the college boardroom over Correct. in the McPherson building, and that's happening at 6 p.m., on Thursday evening. Right. Free. Brian Taylor. Free, open to the public. So Great. Public yeah. is invited yep. as well. Absolutely. As well as students, so that's great. I thank you so much, yeah. John, for coming in and uh, bringing us up to date on this. Well, thank you very much. Thank you. Okay.